0: You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our Front Porch. Have a seat and let's get into it.
1: Welcome to the Front Porch Theology podcast. I am Heather, your host, and I'm here with... The Germ!
0: Oh gosh, my life. What alarm. the heck is that? You're getting a call, Germ. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Will. Hey.
1: Bacteria's calling you.
2: That's right. Get it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you guys? Oh,
2: uh, man tired yeah i'm exhausted yeah yeah had a high carb lunch oh yeah no, no Not really did you even eat lunch yeah i did i did i ate taco bell which is you know it's a good cleanser <laughs> that it is that's you know what everyone knows exactly what i'm talking about yeah. i'm just happy to know that it's it's the same experience
1: yeah you get an extra large fountain see drink some people with are some like they want to get bell
2: what's the thing they want to do they want to blend everything up it's like the smoothie diet it's not except that's not a smoothie. You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't the cleansing diet. No. You a lot of celebrities do it from what I heard. What I don't they cleanse. They
1: they yeah, swirl like they, up Taco Bell
2: and drink it. I get down. I call it detox, but it's not Could something else. Could you imagine else. that? Like what? refried beans. Oh, I love refried beans. I do too,
1: but not in a blender with all kinds of other nasty stuff. that's going to make me poop. That's true. That looks like poop. It that's probably true. tastes like poop. that's <laughs> probably also true. I'm not sure how we got on this topic. Anyway. <laughs> William, what have you been
0: doing? <laughs> I was going to say, we've derailed already. Well, I was working on a sermon this morning, and I got shamed by my staff for not oh, working on our new I building. Someone said... Everyone was like, oh, Mr. Big Shot working on the office work. So then I, <laughs> so I went home and took off my jeans, and put on shorts, and went to the, to the building to do manual labor. I start carrying all this stuff and sweating, and then they start blowing up my phone again like... We need you to edit this thing and send this email, and then they like call me back to office work.
1: They were working so hard this morning. I drove yeah. by. Yeah, they were. I
0: saw photo evidence as they were taunting me about no, being in the office. No, dro-
1: they I drove by and I was like, "Whoa, wait! There's my people there!" And I stopped and I was like, "What are you all doing?" Did you help? Well, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just, you know, it's that time of year where I drop off uh, fruits and vegetables to everybody. Listen, for work, I got some
0: of those. I know you. Did, did you drop those off? At yeah, my house? I did. Yeah, I went home. I put the Harley up, and there was there was like lettuce or something.
1: Lettuce and bok choy, yes. Mm-hmm. And what? Bo- bok, choy. Bok, bok, choy. bok choy. Bok choy, bok choy. Yes,
0: is really good. I don't know what that is. It
1: is Chinese cabbage. Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds. Baker says he likes it. You know what I got to see today, Heather? What? I got to see what will become the new recording studio for Front Porch Theology it looks amazing where's that at it's in our new building
1: nobody showed me that
2: well i would have showed you i'll show you there when i was there hey hey um speaking of chinese cabbage yeah you know what i really don't like what from china what is their corn chinese corn the little corn you Um, ever seen the little corn cobs the little baby corn oh i hate those things those are from china yeah i didn't know that (laughs) well they're chinese they're from the midwest no, <laughs> big corn is made in America. I just assume all corn is made from in China. Kansas. No, no. If, you, if you look, get <laughs> a magnifying glass, ahead. you look at the back of that little mid- little baby corn, it says made in China. I love those things. Oh.
1: Do people really eat those?
2: Apparently, my, yes. I think I
1: should know that, shouldn't I? That's really yeah, gross.
2: they're good. they not good. They
1: don't pay- taught. Teaches and talks about you probably it was a and vegetables.
2: So I bet you we have a. Gr- I'm sure no one wants to listen to this. We have a great a topic today.
1: Top- or you know, decoration. do we have
2: a topic?
1: <sighs> Chinese cuisines. How could you even ask It'd that? Be a great topic. We always have a topic. I always come very well prepared. Do you? <laughs> I I study and meditate days upon the topic.
0: Well, you should start spending some of that time thinking about how you're going to end the show. I
1: usually Ooh, spend that no, whole day no. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's our topic? Um, So, we did have a question a while back, um, and we answered half of it, or most of it, and um, Uh, there was some part of it that I thought would be very good, but we're just, we're going to cover it today, and I have a, kind of like a piggyback question. So, um, a while back, we were talking about, um, you know, are Christians command to have kids. So, um, whoever asked this question, um, the, we know who asked this question, okay, because it's the only, it's one of the most... We don't know. We do. Like, if it
0: were a jury trial, we couldn't say without the shadow of a doubt. Are you saying it's Phil?
1: Yes. There's a, I shadow, Phil.
0: There's a shadow of a doubt. It, it says it he's back. I, guess, I mean, it lots be- of people could be back. It could be Eminem. Guess no. who's back. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And lots of people say they're back. <laughs> That's true. Donald Trump? Stop. I mean, lots of people. Yeah. I hate you <laughs> it's all. True.
1: Okay. Anyway, there was a question about emotional adultery, which I thought was a very good topic. Probably. Um, ex- <laughs> Why is that funny
2: to Sorry, you? I was hoping it was. I was thinking Alex Trebek giving our last conversation That I'm back let part. Let the man rest right,
1: in just peace. Just go ahead. Just
2: go ahead. Just go ahead.
1: Let him rest in peace. Yeah, he is. You okay need to let it adultery be. emotional. Um. So emotional adultery. Is it a sin? Yes. Stop. Let me finish. Sorry. (laughs) Is it a sin? What does the Bible say about it? Don't do it. What? Don't do it. Oh my uh, gosh!
2: I, I, we'll give a longer answer. I'm just trying to help a little bit in case this person's in a hurry. You're
1: on my <laughs> <laughs> They need to know right now.
2: Yeah, if you don't need, want to listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> Jeremy's got the, okay. the quick yes, answers. Yes, and don't do
1: it. <laughs> okay. So, an emotional uh, adultery yeah. is just not being physical with somebody, um, but it's it being is mental. It's mental, emotional connection. Um, it's having some. It's having a relationship with somebody um, other than your spouse um, on things. You know kind of like you have that... I hear a lot of people talk about, um, like, you know, you're able to talk to somebody, you're able to um, confide in them, talk mm-hmm. to them about things that you aren't with your aren't able to do with your spouse. So, um, let's talk about that a little bit. Um,
2: is yeah. it a sin? It is. It is a sin, and it's one I think uh, happens often, uh, especially around um, when a marriage, when spouses become roommates, when, uh, yeah. when they lose... The a, a uh, desire to pursue one another, and when, uh, I can't tell you how many times I you, you meet couples who, um, they can't talk about anything. They're walking on eggshells around one another. Yeah. Um. There's all their conversations are deeply shallow, and to me, this is fertile soil, for. Because uh, both groups of people want something more; they want something intimate and real and emotional. And if they're not getting it, because at home there's a lack of repentance between the two of them, it's pr- and, and you're spending eight hours of your day, let's say at work, it's pr- that's a prime ground for that to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, you said it. Great. I think. Thanks. It was a good good explanation of it. Um, and I think um, I mean we can get into this. There's definitely a spectrum, right? Yeah. Um, so. So it could be one-sided, and it can still be sinful. Yeah, um, it could that's good. be one person basically like fantasizing or lusting after another person. And it's still sinful. Um, so one party could be truly oblivious to it. It can definitely be two-sided, and and be it could consist of like flirting and things like that. Um, and and sometimes it can be like kind of a just a a fine line or even a blurred line between like like um, non-sinful friendship. And something that that's gone too far, and so sometimes I think we just need to be wise with like how how we engage with uh, with people we might be attracted to physically or the opposite sex in general.
2: Um, but all right, so yeah. so okay, you raise up a really interesting question. Yeah, I know we're. going. He's go. about
1: to become all the right. devil's advocate. No, no, I'm not
2: playing devil's advocate. Okay. The devil needs an advocate here. <laughs> um, so my question is. Um, can can two men? Can can a man um, have a non-sexual, emotional affair? From, with another man? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think I by think, the way you defined it, that's why I'm. So
0: yeah, I think I think if we're if we're saying emotional affair, um, we're we're taking our emotions to to a level with a person and not with our spouse. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's one thing if I'm very open with my wife and converse with her, share her with her, how I'm feeling, and then also with a close friend, I think it's totally fine. But if I'm guarded against my wife and I don't share and I'm not open with my wife, um, and I'm not in open communication and all those things, but I'm replacing her role with someone else in my life, whether it's sexual or not, I think, I think that's wrong. I would say that's sinful. Yeah, because you're 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 basically boxing out your spouse from the role that that they're supposed to be in in the, your life.
2: The reason I bring that up is because I think oftentimes, I think what we think of an emotional affair, we think of it, and I think primarily I think of it as a sexual thing too, mm-hmm. um, that leads to something physical. Yeah, but I do think it can be something where um, your 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 friends are. That's really your outlet for for emotional right. And, and and I I think probably I could be wrong I don't know maybe I just don't have any friends but I feel like uh, that's probably more common with women than with men I, I with women as far as like being boxing out their husbands and maybe speaking more openly to their female friends about things like that again maybe I'm wrong women probably tend to do that more <laughs> where's men with this? feathers giving us the stink up? yeah I'm curious
1: uh, yeah hundred percent I do oh okay good. Um, yeah I was
0: getting nervous yeah. No, I thought she was going to fight us or punch us. I mean, us in I'm the probably mouth.
1: still going to do that. But... <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's I think it's just how women and men are wired differently. Like, um, you know, so I,
2: I can't imagine. Okay, so I can't imagine having. Uh, I think if I'm opening up that much to a female, I can't imagine a man doing that without some sort of like hidden motive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like he wants it to be sexual, right? Yeah. Um, but I think women could do that without a sexual. Um, Plan.
0: Yeah, Yeah, with a man or a woman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. Because
2: men are dogs.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So, you know, emotional um, adultery is not a cause for divorce like in the law. Um, But what does the Bible say about it?
0: Well, Jesus probably gives us the closest um, frame of mind for this, at least when it comes sexually. Um, In the Sermon on the Mount, um in Matthew 5 through 7 he he's preaching about a lot of different topics but he preaches on lust and and it's in a bigger uh, chunk of his sermon where he's he's taken tenets of the law and he's applying them to motives in the heart um so he's he's basically making the point that it's not just what you do it's also what you think? It's what you're motivated by um, that causes you to sin, and so he says, "You've heard it said that you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you that whoever lusts after a woman has already committed adultery with her in his heart." And so Jesus is um, alluding to an emotional adultery there, um, and and so there's there's a adultery being a an unfaithfulness, and so there's an unfaithfulness that's happened when. Your your eyes or your conversations um, or even your thoughts kind of drift over to someone other than your spouse, and that's I think it's what Jesus tells us, and so I think it's very clear by His words that um, that it that it is sinful. It's something to take seriously because His point is that God treats it the same as physical adultery.
2: Yeah, I would even say the idea of a husband and wife being a, a presentation of the gospel to become one. And the emotional affair seems to violate that, that covenant between the two individuals, mm-hmm. you know, um, of, of keeping something from one, from, from the other. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think the, the concept that we're given what marriage is, uh, it, it, it implies that my burdens become your burdens, my, you know, all, you know, that we share in this together, that I'm not, you know, emotionally dependent on someone else. I was gonna say I, th- I think that
0: bring this brings up like so given that it's sin. All right, we I, th- I hope we've adequately shown it's it's sinful. You can't just live in that and not have yeah. a problem with it. Um, but given that it is sin, um, I think it gives rise to two questions, and we can answer. We can take one at a time. But question one: How do we avoid that? And question two: How do we recover from that if it's happening?
1: Yeah, happened? that's
0: good. Jeremy, question one: How to avoid? How do we avoid? Fallen into this temptation.
2: So, uh, man, I, I think healthy barriers or, or – man, this is tough. Uh, and I say this because I'm I, I'm, I'm, kind of – I take a very extreme view. Um, anywhere I've ever worked – and this is a personality thing too. So this is easier for some than others. I have – and we joke a lot, but I have work friends. Like when I worked at Calvary, I never had anyone from Calvary. All the teachers that I knew, they never – I never considered – I was never friends with them outside of – really Mark. work this is a christian
0: school for yeah. people who don't know where you're talking right about. these
2: are men these are women we we like that was my work place and i and i had professional and so like i i didn't know like i never i would never ever bad mouth my wife to to these people mm-hmm. uh, i would never you know complain about her my my position and julian's position is always we want to honor one another so if i'm really agitated I would never share anything with anybody that she, if she were not in the room, wouldn't be okay with me sharing. Yeah, um, that's true today. Like, a, so I always want to honor her. If I'm angry at her um, and 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 want to vent, um, I can take that to the Lord. Um, I can take it to her, uh, but I'm I'm not going to take it to other people because I think that 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 kind of um, that that just preps the ground for something bad to happen, especially especially with a female, at um, being being a male. Um, what I, do you think about the Billy Graham rule? Are you familiar with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you want to explain
0: it? Yeah. So Billy Graham famously, you know, he. Famous preacher, you know, did lots of crusades and led people to Christ. Um,
2: also known as the might Mike with the presidents, and, Mike Pence principle.
0: Yeah, Mike Pence principle. Billy Graham rule. Uh, Billy Graham was was known for this that to safeguard against um, accusations and even his own heart, he would never be alone with a woman anywhere um, in, a, in a conversation in a in a vehicle, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah, I think there's okay. So I think I, I do think there's something difficult about this pastorally you know as far as if there's counseling if there's if there's need of counseling um i i don't mind i don't know that
0: Billy was doing a lot of counseling he was just like i know he was more like an evangelist i right. it's probably easier for him he sure. probably didn't probably have a lot of women in his life not, that, yeah. that looked to him to not for be in that counseling position, yeah.
2: so so when i was a teacher i i would agree i never ever would go to lunch with another female yeah in fact when i when i wasn't married i had a good name a good friend named carla who got married her her husband was quickly deployed um and i said hey let's go get some lunch like we always went and got lunch together and they um they uh, uh she said at first yes and then was immediately said no i can't and i was like why not she's like well i'm married now and i'm like we're not you know, we're not having sex. We're going to get lunch. You I know, I hope you didn't say that. I probably uh, did. Oh my god! Uh, and, and I was like, yeah. we're oh going to get gosh. lunch, but I, yeah. I didn't know any better. I was, I was, a I was an idiot. So you you're a little, you're a little socially awkward. I am, and but I was a new Christian. Um, I, I really didn't know any better, and she said to me. I know, but it probably doesn't look good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, I, I didn't really get it until later, many years later, when I was with Julie and got married. Then it made sense to me. Mm-hmm.
1: So Jason and I have always, um, we, you know, there have been times in both of our uh, professional lives where we've had to go um, and have, like, lunches with people and meet up and stuff. Uh, we've never had the rule, like, you don't go out. But we do make each other aware. So, um, yeah. like, when I worked at Marshall, there was a friend who um, – I worked with he was actually gay so there was definitely nothing going on between us Um, but he and I often would go out and have lunch together and stuff but um, even even in that like when where Jason knew that there was you know probably no mm-hmm. risk of anything i always made him i would always send yeah. a text and say hey i'm going and mm-hmm. if he had a meeting or something especially um in lincoln county where he was a pastor and you know had um very uh you know had different roles in the community and stuff he would always say hey i have a meeting here today in case you know
0: yeah i think that's
1: good because then what that what happens and, and you know i think it's, i mean you all have even had situations come up when you all have been out somewhere and you might see somebody out um, with somebody who's not their spouse Mm -hmm. um and so i i think there's i i think especially when you're in public like that it it all it always gives you an opportunity like it it kind of like i don't know it um, I think in public it's fine, but in private it is not. Like, and un- unless you're in a situation yeah. where you're doing counseling, where right. that obviously uh, HIPAA violations and everything. Yeah, are in we've place. tried.
0: To, I mean, so like at our church, we've tried to just be careful. Um, and, and make sure like the parties that we're meeting with are aware, or they're not uncomfortable or anything like that. So I've met with members of our church who are females (laughs) at at, like restaurants and in the office. There was,
1: um, we had a women's retreat this past weekend and, um, we did a panel and, somebody on the panel was like yeah pastor jeremy you know asked me if i could meet over coffee and she's like no absolutely not i don't want to have coffee with you (laughs) she didn't say that to you but like that just made me just laugh but um no i I think that's awesome to be able to have i think as a pastor you have to have that um there are uh, there are um there are things that come up where you have to disciple and have one-on-one um with with females um your wives know that and you all do that mm-hmm. in a public way um and you know when jeremy does counseling like it's on the calendar everybody knows right. about it um it's not and you know it's not a secret of yeah i'll just say private
2: well, thing. something we do and and, and I, it wasn't on purpose but i there was an incident where and it, i don't want to give a time frame because i don't want anyways there was a individual who at, who really liked to talk to me about things to the point where it kind of was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it was. It was uh, like you don't need to talk to me for thirty minutes about this. Um, but one thing that I made me really happy was that. But my wife and I, because we're not tech savvy, we had we share one Apple ID. So if I get a missed call, if I get a call, if I get it, like she can see everything, everyone I talk to, for how long, and vice versa. Yeah. And so there is a comfort with that. Um, not that we sit around going, oh, who's that person? Yeah. Um, but there is accountability there. There's a, a that yeah. I really, really enjoy. And um, besides that, also when she buys music, I don't have to rebuy it on my phone. Which oh. you, you don't know, have to buy music at all because it's 2023.
0: You could, just, <laughs> you could just stream music, and it would be.
2: But you gotta pay for streaming devices. That's what i've talked about i don't you know, but my point or is you could
0: just keep listening to the same counting crows album on youtube oh, i'll get everything your life. after best not album bad. ever
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, with, with that but in all seriousness like that that's a that's a really good accountability technique as far as healing from it that's the tough one
1: yeah um
2: yeah. i've i'm i'm curious what you say i i i've had some women say i'd rather a physical affair than an emotional affair i don't know if i buy that i don't know if i, I think that's easy to say in the moment but I understand what they're saying that there's a there's there's It's, the it's a little that, bit
0: easier to hear like it was just physical pleasure It didn't mean anything. Rod.
2: Right. Rod. Right. The fact that it's deep emotion rather than, thing.
0: than I'm in love with someone
2: else yeah. or right, something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I, but you know when, when it comes to the healing from an emo like that would be I mean it's just hard as any sort of affair. It, I wouldn't say it's less than a physical affair. Uh because no, why why not, did they trust that person were able to open yeah. up to that person so easily? I
1: th- I think um I think that uh, people who have experience would probably say it's worse than a physical affair, yeah. just because. Um, I mean, it's, and you see it a lot with with um, people who've been married for years and like sure. years sure. and I mean, obviously it can happen if you're like five days into your marriage as well. But sure, of course, um, but I, especially and and I think you know it has a lot to do with it, like. It, it's just because different phases of life and stuff, sure. um, you know, a lot of times we think I, I think a lot and I worry a lot about um, friends and people that I know, like who are going who are like knee deep in raising their kids. And, you know, they're so busy and consumed with being parents sometimes that they don't have that they don't make time to work on their marriages and stuff. And then yeah. when your kids graduate and are off to school and mm-hmm. stuff like that's when a lot of that's when a lot of that. Like yeah. you realize those feelings, like you should have been doing this all along and stuff. And that's, I, I think a lot of times you'll often see that that's when stuff like that will right. happen and start.
2: I think I would, what I would say is outside of adding accountability, I would ask the, the, the victim in the scenario, what, why does your spouse not feel comfortable speaking to you? not that it's their fault because it's but but there would be something there that I would say okay there needs to be some self-reflection right there's some yeah. barrier something yeah. um, and then i would ask him why you know wh- you know what you know why was why were you not content with your spouse? You yeah. know, um, and and ask both parties kind of those questions, and hope for self reflection. But honestly, with any sort of affair, any with emotional, physical, um, there has to be. It, it takes a lot of time. It yeah. takes work on both
0: sides. Oh my 100%. gosh, absolutely. No matter who did the wrong. I think I think the victim could have a tendency to sit back and be like, "You fixed this. You yeah. messed it up." Yeah. Oh, um, without question. But but regardless, and it, and all the all the fault can stay there. But but all of the, the the effort of fixing it is on both. So because it, you're one hundred right?
2: right. The, the the even if the victim in this case, um, it's not the. The the affair cannot be justified.
0: Yeah, like when you got married, you took on the future sins of your spouse too. Like right. you promised to walk through their screw ups. Yeah, and, and so you got You got to do it with them.
2: And usually, screw ups don't happen in a vacuum. Like right? there's usually uh, yeah. cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, that's that's what I would be interested and curious about. But it would take, yeah, it would take a lot of time and a lot of patience and a lot of compassion and empathy. And I think for anyone. To know that they are capable of the exact same sin, so if one if one, if yeah. one spouse if, if if the shoe was on the other foot, you probably would do the same thing if they were feeling what that person feel would feel. Yeah, I think when we think we're self righteous, oh, I would I would never do that. Of course, you could and, and would um, given given the right you know, scenario. Well,
1: I think uh, you know, just uh, we we live in a culture right now where um, it's very self centered. Um, I'm gonna take care of me, I'm gonna be happy now, I'm gonna worry about me. And a lot of times, um, a lot of times like people are seeking that out. And that's, I mean, um, I think that that's a, I think that's a sin problem too. I think it's a, um, you know, and I, but I think that that's something that can, can just cause everything to spiral. And I think anybody is susceptible to um, an emotional affair. Um, whether they're a believer or not. Oh, yeah. And I think sometimes as a believer, it's almost even harder. Um, you know, it's because um, you know the importance of of marriage and, and intimacy and uh, just, everything. And when that's missing, you you seek that out. I mean.
2: Something I've seen, uh, I think we've seen probably in the past, I don't know how many years, how many pastors fall um, or or. or come disqualify from their office because there is there's this they have this um authority um you know they people look up to them and sometimes there's a woman who maybe either either longs to it you know, sees the, the man on stage and says that's you know that's Look how good he is, uh, or has a, a failed marriage and uh, maybe a husband who's not compassionate or leading at home, um, and and I and I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. To, well, I don't want to get all to that, but you, you it's so interesting how that quickly that dynamic and how how often that happens, especially in a pastoral setting and role to, to guard yourself from that. Yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah, and I would just add this. This would go for women and men actually, but um, it like. The, the, along with that with pastors who fall i think i think one of the things that inevitably has to happen first is they they don't guard their time for their family or their wife mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's, yeah. That's good, um, and, and so like it's very easy for me to respond to that text message from someone and and it just ch- kind of chips away at, at my own soul or heart um and and so like i would just say like if, if you're listening you're not a pastor um just understand your pastor's have to guard time uh, for their families, and it's how it's it's what God's called us to primarily and first. And so, if if you're not getting a response the same day or whatever, it's not no. because they don't like you, whether you go to our church or not. It's not because your pastors don't like you or they're ignoring
2: you. Or it's, it's just they have to they have to set up boundaries. Do you do you think that that pastors who have the mindset my my congregation needs me or oh, more that's dangerous? Yeah, that they're more likely to fall into something like that. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think
0: so. Because because you can fall into the trap of this this woman needs me,
2: yeah.
0: and and I'm and it begins with I'm going to be there for her, but then it turns into I want to be with her, right. um, and, and so that's that's how that's how that's a slippery slope of it.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm gonna ask a question. Ready? Okay. So Jeremy just said, and you are talking about um, as as pastors and as family gods. Do you think? And it's going to sound, this question is going to sound weird. Okay. So it wouldn't be an emotional fear because it's like one sided it would probably be more of an idol, um, and just a healthy and toxic thing. Do you think it's possible for pastors to like almost love and idolize the relationship of pastor and roles pastor? Um, and that could like even cause like, I know it's not an emotional fear cause it's one sided. You know what I mean?
2: Like the, if they love at their office. Is yeah. What you're yeah. 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 Yeah, I th- I think can pastors love their office, meaning uh, to abandon their family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would you? Well, oh, that we, happens uh, all the I time. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't
1: call that emotional affair, but I mean, it's almost the equivalent with of, the church. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that's saying that that sounds yeah, really what, awkward. What, no,
0: I've heard actually, like when I went through assessment and training, like that was that was the exact language that was used to warn really? me. Like when I was planting a church, like you you might think you'll never have an affair. Um, you'll never cheat on your wife, but you will with the church yeah. and, and the bride of Christ will become the, your side chick. Right. Yeah. And so that's, that's, I think it's a very real danger. And I've yeah. heard, I've heard older pastors warn me of that using that exact same language. Like,
1: well, and you probably, I mean, you, you grew up in a small town where you probably saw that happen also. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I did as well, um, with several,
2: a side, side woman, Sorry, side woman. We don't say side check. Yeah, I want to It's 2023. Be, sorry. sorry side, I saw it on the tickety top. Side uh, birthing sorry. person. <laughs> yeah.
1: We call that a Camilla these days. Okay?
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: All right. Do you all have anything else to say or anything for this on this topic? I thought this was a really good question. I honestly didn't think we were going to... You all were going to be able to go...
0: No, I think it's, it's a great topic. As I w- in depth. Guard yourself. You I would yeah. say guard yourself, <gasps> but don't isolate yourself. Boom!
1: Okay, I was going to read this passage of Scripture. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app. And we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer.